Father Dagon, Mother Hydra, The Deep Ones. Up to this point, we have only discussed various deities within the Cthulhu mythos, but now we will explore one of the more prominent species in the mythos. Deep Ones were only officially present in one Lovecraft story, but many other writers have taken Deep Ones and related ideas and crafted their own works with them. The majority of our information on Deep Ones comes from Lovecraft's The Shadow Over Innsmouth, published in 1936. Lovecraft was displeased with the story, but it ended up being the only story of his to be published on its own during his lifetime. The story deals with a narrator who takes an interest in the coastal town of Innsmouth, Massachusetts, which Lovecraft based on the real town of Newburyport. The narrator discovers the shrouded history of the town and its connection with an aquatic species known as Deep Ones. Deep Ones are a race of fish-like creatures that dwell in the oceans of the world, although they also have the ability to dwell on land for extended amounts of time. They are described as human-shaped, but with scaly skin, and bulging fish heads and gills. They are supposedly biologically immortal, living indefinitely apart from death by violence. Due to this, it is uncertain exactly how many Deep Ones inhabit the oceans of the world, but they are undoubtedly intelligent, and keep themselves well hidden enough. They also have constructed various vast cities under the water, built with stone and with mother-of-pearl decorations. The most notable of these cities is Yohanathle, located under Devil's Reef off the coast of Innsmouth. Yohanathle has supposedly been damaged multiple times by torpedoes, but it likely still stands underneath the dark waters. Deep Ones often make packs with groups of humans living on islands or on coasts, these packs involve the Deep Ones offering bountiful catches of fish and strange trinkets made of gold. In return, the humans must offer sacrifices of their own, as well as agreeing to breed themselves with the Deep Ones. The offspring of this mating are born resembling humans, but as they near adulthood, they begin to show the traits common to a Deep One. The progression continues, as well does the urge on the hybrid to abandon the human world and head into the ocean to join their brethren. With this, they also gain the immortality likened to the Deep Ones. It is possible, then, that the Deep Ones are not capable of breeding amongst themselves, and depend on humans to continue their species. The Deep Ones are well known for worshipping at least three entities. Two of these are Father Dagon and Mother Hydra. There are a number of theories regarding the two, and once again I ask you to draw your own conclusions as far as canon goes. One theory is that Dagon and Hydra are both great old ones, whether they came from afar or evolved on this planet, and are the progenitors of the Deep One race. Another theory is that Dagon and Hydra are just titles for the oldest and largest of the Deep Ones, and Deep Ones never stop growing throughout their immortality. The other entity that most Deep Ones worship is, of course, Great Cthulhu. So, a third theory is that Dagon was just a name taken from the biblical entity to describe the deity the Deep Ones worship, and that entity is really just Cthulhu. Whatever the case, Deep Ones are undoubtedly a religious group, creating and supporting secretive cults, such as the esoteric order of Dagon. Deep Ones are a dangerous race, supposedly being able to communicate telepathically with one another from across the globe. Using their intelligence, immortality, and craftiness, it is certainly possible they have the capability to take over the human species if they willed it. 
Conspiracy theorists suggest that various governments have come to agreements with the Deep Ones in order to prevent this. But there's no conclusive evidence to support this. For now, the Deep Ones are content to mingle with humans in foggy coastal towns, slowly expanding their numbers. A child born of this relationship may drift away from the coast, but eventually they are always drawn back. After all, doesn't the ocean seem so inviting?